Welcome to the Resilient and Resourced Podcast. I'm your host, Danette Adams. As the host of a podcast on resilience and the middle child of a large family who refers to themselves as hardy peasant stock, the odds are high that at least some of my siblings will end up being guests on the show. Today, my sister Michaela joins me to talk about her experience of resilience and the habits that have become part of her body's memory when her willpower may be low. Join us for this courageous conversation about love, loss, and the gift of low-hanging fruit. I'm so excited to welcome my sister Michaela to this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this today. Thank you for having me. It's my first time doing something like this, so I'm excited and nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so I like to speak to my guests at the beginning about their relationship with resilience. And the reason I love it so much is just so inspirational to hear people's stories about where they've come from, what they faced, and what they think about the concept of resilience. So let me know a little bit about you and resilience. So when we first started talking about doing this together and you think about resilience, obviously the big life events are what popped into my head of where you learn those big lessons from, right? So um, it was that and then the more subtle things that you learn through your childhood, right? Like your parents model their stress behaviors and you pick up on that. So I guess the big life events were we lost our dad when I was 19. And so that was a big one for me. Um, But it gave me tremendous perspective that I have carried forever since then. Um, Sorry, I think it's because I'm talking to you. I'm getting a little bit more emotional, right? You're talking to a family member. So this is our shared experience. It's not just mine. Yeah. And so then just as I was kind of about to leave the nest, you lose someone that's so important to you. So that I can't say that I felt like I was very resilient back then when I was 19 and going through it all, but it forever changed me. And I, it, yeah, the life perspective that you get from that, you go through something so major, such a big loss. And then I now can easily go like, oh, that's not a big deal. Oh, this isn't a big deal. You know, like, oh, there's a stain on the couch. That's not a big deal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like all these little day-to-day stuff, I ride out so much better with having bigger life events like that. So it was losing dad at 19 and then our mother had cancer two years later. So another kind of felt like I was maybe getting on my feet again and not quite another setback. Um... And so those really in some pretty big formative years going into your 20s had two major life events. And that absolutely made me a more resilient person over the years. It did not happen quickly. But like I said, it's influenced me much later in life. And then same thing, looking at the big life events, I'd say giving birth was a big life event for me. Um, I was very fortunate to have a wonderful, empowering birth. I, when I found out I was pregnant, I thought that birth was going to be, uh, I was going to feel traumatized and violated. And that's just the way it was going to (laughs) be. 
And then I ended up taking this hypnobirthing class that opened my eyes to, again, a new perspective of how things could be. And I had a wonderful birth. And I know I'm very lucky that that doesn't always happen. Um, and I learned in that course that there's a difference between intentions and expectations. So I went, I went, set some very strong intentions going into my birth, but knew that, you know, once it starts happening, it's out of your hands at that point. So you, um, and so that having that experience heading into motherhood was very empowering. I, and again, gave me a new perspective about the, the deep well you can dig into when you're going through something difficult, especially something physically difficult. Um, I'd say my fear of physical pain has almost gone away now that I realize how strong your body can be and how if you can control your mind and your breath and that you really can have a tremendously different experience than I thought I might have. And so birth, that was another major life experience. And then following birth, motherhood, you end up being a mother after that. That's a whole new thing. And so I think I went through this great pregnancy, this great birth. I thought I was just going to cruise right into motherhood of these new skills I have, this deep well I just talked about. And that's not really how it went. <laughs> it was so, so much harder than I expected. I ended up with a little baby that cried a lot. She didn't sleep well. Um, but I was able to use some of those skills that I had built, or sorry, I had learned from like the hypnobirthing and that birth experience that I am very strong and that I can, you know, remain calm in a very challenging time. It didn't always work. Um, I always say that like some days I have the best perspective, you know, there's that Gretchen Rubin quote, the days are long, but the years are short. And so it's remember that when you see your kids that like the very long days, but it's flying by. So right on good days, I'm all about that. I have perspective like sky high. I can see that this crying baby will only be in my arms for so long. I can do it. And then there are days that my perspective is like an inch off the ground and I can't see anything other than why did I end up with this child that's so challenging. <laughs> um, but my, all those events that I talked about, all those big life events help with that perspective. And that's part of my resilience for sure. It's being able to always kind of like pull back and look from a larger lens down how things are really going, that I really am okay, that you're so, like, you have so much to pull from internally in these hard times that you can rely on, that you, um, you've gone through so much in the past and you're going to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's just, it's, it's such a compelling connection between uh, the, the, the strenuous challenges that you faced from 19 on um, mm -hmm. and, and the resilience that you found that well, it's such a great way to put it, that you found an inner well. Um, mm -hmm. I just think that's amazing. Have you found yourself digging into that well, even during this past year, the pandemic, a different kind of challenge? Mm -hmm. So, I absolutely. And and I have to say pandemic life for us has been 
challenging, but I know that we're very fortunate in so many ways that other people are having to sacrifice so much, you know, we are doing very well. And I feel very lucky for that. Um, and I think having a toddler actually helps you in a pandemic because you keep moving every day. You don't, you know, there's, you're going to get up and make breakfast every morning and you're going to play every day and there's bedtime every, you know, it keeps the ball rolling for you in ways that I see other people really challenged in that way. So I think that we had some habits and like patterns in place that just we've been able to carry through and that's helped us through when so much outside of your world feels unstable, you kind of have those habits that you've relied on and you put into place way back when, and now they're your foundation. They're there for you to, you don't even have to think about them. They're already there. Um, and I would say that's true in that. And, and most recently I actually had a miscarriage and I found myself like, you know, it's, it's happening over a few days and I got outside and I went for a walk every day. And it wasn't until about a week later that I kind of reflected back and I thought, that's that habit that I put in place years and years ago that now in a really hard time, I don't even have to think about. I just did it. And it really helped. Every time I got outside, I was like, oh, so much better. You know, like the sun, the wind, the just trees, birds, all that stuff makes you feel so much better. But I didn't have to force myself to do it. I just did it. I didn't even think about it. But that's because it's a long-term habit that I've been putting in place over time. So then you don't have to use your willpower in those hard moments. It's already there for you. That's mm-hmm. exceptional insight. That is just amazing because I would say that's what I'm struggling more now with is the things that I don't, that aren't habit yet, like mm-hmm. going out for a walk. I have lots of other great habits, but that is not one. And every time it's willpower. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get away from your desk and go out for a walk. That kind yes. of thing. So that's, yes. that's really exceptional. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it wasn't until I kind of reflected back, I didn't even realize that I had done it every day, but I was like, Oh, look, you know, that it's just there. I just knew to do it. Right. You just like, yeah. you just know to eat your breakfast. Like you right. just get up and you do the things that you're supposed to do over and over again. And then you're not relying on your willpower. Right. When your mm-hmm. willpower has been weakened by stress or, uh-huh. or whatever. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you've spoken a lot about uh, your internal resources, your resilience, um, the challenges that you faced that really nurtured that resilience. Um, Can you speak about um, other resources that you reached out for? So things outside yourself that you either either, um, intentionally set out to put around you or just discovered along the way that these Mm -hmm. resources nourish me? Yeah. My number one resource would be friendships. They're like, I just have the best friends in the world. (laughs) So when, and same thing, you, you put that groundwork in and it doesn't even feel like groundwork. I make it sound like I, you just, these long-term friends that you invested in these friendships over years. And then when something happens, they're just there. You don't have to like look for support. It just shows up, which is again, like, 
I'm so, so lucky to have that in my life. And, and that's not really a resource that people can go out and, oh, you know, go and find a 10 year friendship, go and find a 20 year friendship, you know, like they're not, they're not to be found easily. Um, but I do know when I look at my friends who also have great circles of friends, it's not an accident. They don't have those friends. You know, I know it's, it's, they're part of its luck, but I see it in the way that they show up for other people. They are dedicated. It's an important part of their life. They're dedicated to it. So then in their times of need, they have support around them too, right? So you're lucky, but it's also, it is, it doesn't have to feel like work, but it's intentional that you've yes. put these, you know, that those people are there for you after a decade, after 20 years. Like I have friends that I've known since kindergarten. So yes, that's one of my resources is friendship. <laughs> um, and then I guess if I were to, so I'm a nutritionist. That's what I do for a living. And when I, t I talk with clients about stress resilience sometimes and how it's an important part of uh, overall health and something that most people want to build up for themselves because they feel tapped out or overwhelmed and how it can feel like it's a mindset thing or it's a, uh, like a mental thing that you need to work on your stress resilience. But I see it as there are so many foundational things that you can put in place that then you're not relying on mindset. Like when a hard time comes around, you're not relying on mindset or like you said, willpower or um, you can, something comes along and you handle it really well. And that's because you've been looking after your sleep or the way you're eating or the way you're hydrating. And so for me, again, those are, things that I've been put, putting in place for years now so that they are just foundational. They're there. I can rely on them. And when I'm going through a hard time, I can, I've got this like bedrock that's there that then the stress resilience is just a small part of it. It's not, it's not the whole thing. Like I've got it. Like when I, when I talk about that well that you're digging from, but that's because it's, well fed it's underneath right. there's like a foundation there for you to pull out of whereas if you're lot if you're relying on your or if I'm a lot you know relying on just stress hormones and adrenaline to get through a hard time that's going to burn out pretty quickly but if I can fall back on my foundational stuff of good food and sleep and outdoor time suddenly you're much more resilient right mm -hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. uh, because you, when you're talking about the under stress, sometimes our personal resilience and willpower, like you call it, is is mm -hmm. not enough, right? Mm -hmm. So those foundational things outside you, the human resources, the people, and then mm -hmm. also, like you said, the the health uh, well that you've dug so deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That if so you have, I have a question that, now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you want to finish that? Oh, no, well, I guess I was just going to say that again. Like if you, those bedrock foundational things, if they're just in place and you're working on them, or for me, like I'm working on them over and over again, then I don't need to, I can trust that they'll be there, that they're, you know, that they're providing me that like ground strength to deal with whatever's coming my way. And I'd say that in early motherhood, those were so important 
it's what got me through in a way that I didn't even, I couldn't even understand what people would be like, how are you dealing with the sleep deprivation? I don't, I don't <laughs> really know. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I'm, I'm doing okay. Mentally, I'm doing okay. Physically, I've got energy. I'm okay. You know, but is it because I've got that, that other stuff that matters so much in place already? You know, right. I wasn't yeah. trying to develop new habits while I'm going through a stressful time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads me into the, a question I want to uh, speak to you about your, um, you know, your strengths, your personality traits. And as your sister, I can say that I would say um, I, I left home um, when you were still very young. So we didn't grow mm-hmm. up together in the house a lot. But from what I knew of you, you always seemed to be very level. You like mm-hmm. I, I don't recall I've ever seen you fly off the handle. Um, <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? Unflappable, I think, would be the word. Until I Until you use live for with you. a toddler. So, yes, <laughs> but even <laughs> when I've seen you around your gorgeous little child, I have never seen you lose it. Like mm-hmm. so, and mm-hmm. and I remember there were times when our dad was in his final days, and we would be sitting. Mm-hmm. You and I would be sitting in the hospital together as we took turns in teams of two and mm-hmm. I remember thinking that even back then that you sort of have this this level nature that it has mm-hmm. always been um so calming to me you mm-hmm. know to be to be in relationship with you so that's a strength that I see in you and I guess I'm wondering what strengths do you see that you have and that that you love about yourself well thank you for saying that <laughs> I don't that that personality trait, I sometimes I just think we're born with our temperament, and maybe I'm just lucky to have been born with that one because I don't know where that comes from or why, you know. And some of us are just have a temperament that's a little yeah. easier <laughs> to, you know, makes <laughs> it makes life easier. Um, but it's something that I. Uh, a strength or, you know, you phrase it as like something you love about yourself. And when someone says that's something you love about yourself, it's easy to quickly go like, I don't like, what are the things I love about myself? But (laughs) I, one of the, something that came up really quickly to me was I love that I like spending time with myself, that I can spend a lot of time alone and enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> and so um, I think that is also helps make you resilient, right? And, and again, is, am I just lucky that I'm like that, that I like to be alone, that I like to be alone with my thoughts and I enjoy my company and the things that I think, like, <laughs> you know, I can have good conversations with myself um, so that I'm never needing much outside myself you know like I don't need to I I said I love my friends I have amazing friendships I have really great relationships sisters you know like these people are all around me but if they're not around I'm okay I'm absolutely okay so I love that I love that alone time is it's important to me but I also am happy I'm like happy to be alone and not, um, so that's a personality trait I really value because I think that would be 
stressful. If it was the opposite, you know, that you're right. feel unsettled if you're just with yourself or I'm the complete opposite. I'm probably the happiest. Right. So you don't have any ex- existential angst when you're left alone where you feel like yeah. you don't know where you fit in the universe just yeah. because you're by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. you telling me a story. You told me a story and I can't remember who it was. I think it could have been uh, your partner, but you were sitting on the couch, not doing anything, not reading, not reading your phone, just sitting there thinking. And T left and went out probably for a couple hours or an hour and then came back and you were still just sitting there, just doing nothing. And I remember he was like flabbergasted, but I was thinking, well, why? I do that all the time. Yeah. Don't you love love just being in your own brain? Like (laughs) I do. I do. I'm one of the only people I know that makes so much sense. (laughs) I know. So like, even when you sent me the questions for the podcast, I could like go for a nice walk and just think about the questions. And like I said, so much stuff came up that I thought, oh gosh, this is going to be out of control, then that's going to have to like rein me in when I start blabbering because I just have been ruminating about this stuff. But I like, I loved it. I loved that you sparked all these new things that I hadn't really been thinking about before. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things I love about myself. Yeah. And that's what I love about this podcast. I learned so much from picking people's brains or from just kind of, you know, collaborating with them to talk about these things. And mm-hmm. it's inspiring to me. It is. It, it helps me to see the things that are working for me and things. Oh, I might try that one. That sounds like a good idea. So I, I just mm-hmm. love hearing from resilient people, which is whoever I get on this podcast. To me, I don't think there is such a thing as just resilient people and not resilient people. We all totally. have our own levels of resilience, and I just love yes. hearing how each of them is different, mm-hmm. and unique. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I now I kind of want to move a little bit on to. Um, asking, you know, for your wisdom, for your wisdom, for people maybe who don't have such an unflappable uh, personality as you or who have mm-hmm. faced some pretty traumatic events recently where they don't have the well dug so deep. Like, do you have some advice for people who um, could use some of the things that you've said earlier on in our chat, could use now if they don't have those 10-year friendships, they don't have mm-hmm. the deep well you know, do you have any advice for them? I think you, like you said, you hear what other people do, you know, whether you listen to this podcast, you listen to other podcasts and you, you go for what feels like the low hanging fruit, like what, okay, well, what can I do? Meditating? Maybe that sounds, I don't meditate, but you know, that could sound like a very overwhelming suggestion to someone who's going through something very stressful, but does going bed to going to bed early feel possible? Does, you know, getting outside for a walk feel possible? Maybe getting outside for a walk doesn't feel possible, but does drinking water before you drink your coffee feel possible? You know, like what, so what are the things that feel, I like that saying like low hanging fruit that you could reach Mm -hmm. for and you could start the ball rolling in a direction of you feel better. Okay. That makes me feel good. That, and, that, and that's a really, another thing that I'd say I connect to is, um, in the way that I eat or th- you know, like, how does that make me feel? That's a really good place to return to instead of, you know, and it's, it's all in context to me. Like some days it's great to stay up and late, late and watch Netflix and you enjoy yourself. But if you do it every night, how does that start to feel? Right. 
Um, and so what's, what are the things you can start to do that when you hear someone say, you're like, I can do that. Well then start there, just start there. And you know, the friendship thing, like reach out to somebody, start going for a walk with someone, you know, I think again, I'm just so lucky to have the friendships that I have. They mean the world to me. I think I have joked with people that my best piece of relationship advice, I've been with my partner for 10 years now, is to have really good friendships. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. the best thing you can do is just have, like, really amazing other friends outside of your relationship so that you always have someone to turn to. Like, you know, and in motherhood, they've meant the world to me, having other moms to turn to that can just go, I get it. I understand. Right. So, okay. You can't have a 10 year friendship, but is there another mom in your neighborhood? If you're a mom that you could get to know, is there, you know, a family member, a friend? I know that's so much easier said than done for some people, but it's totally a, a huge part of how I make it through things that I don't feel like I'm going to make it through very well sometimes. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but I do love that. I love that advice about just the small step. You call it the low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. This could be the smallest thing. There was one day my partner was inviting me to go out for a walk and I just said, I, I really, I don't think I can do it. I just, I don't have the energy. I don't have the whatever. And so all I did was get dressed to go out for the walk and I went out on the front porch and I just stood there for a few minutes took a few breaths and then I could go out for the walk. But I thought that's all I'm committing to. I'm only committing yes. to the front porch. And yeah. then I went out for the walk. And of course I felt better, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's just what happens. So mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and, and because you want, you don't want to set some sort of unattainable goal for yourself. Like it, if that feels overwhelming, then it probably is overwhelming. So how do we dial it back? So it's something you can actually do, you know? Instead of, yeah, just that. And then you feel, once you've done it and you feel different, again, that other, the other great piece of wisdom you had there was the self-awareness. How mm-hmm. does this feel? So whether it's the food or the staying up late or doing healthy things or unhealthy things, how does it feel in my body right now? Yes. You know, and how does it change things? And I so. think that's the only barometer you could use because we could never, things can get so black and white about this is good. And that is bad. This is good. But no, it all requires context for what's good for one person is bad for another, right? What's if you're trying to start a new habit, pushing yourself through, you know, pushing yourself out to go for a walk is maybe what you need to do. But for somebody else, just going to lay back in bed is maybe what they need to do. Right. So you can never say one or the other is, the ideal behavior and the bad damaging behavior. Now it doesn't work that way. It's all context. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Michaela, this has just been, I can't tell you how nourishing this conversation has been. I was telling you before we started recording that I was having a couple rough nights sleeping and I've just been Mm -hmm. felt a little bit off and I feel just nourished again. Like I feel um, energized to go for a walk after we're done our conversation. (laughs) Maybe go in the backyard and play with a dog or something. Like I just feel a lot more energy um, because you just Mm -hmm. reminded me again, this is all in context. It's all attainable. It all can be done in small steps. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. So, and it's, it's kind of what we were talking about before. Like 
you and I don't always connect that regularly, but when we do like how that's, where did all this energy come from? You know, maybe you were tired and suddenly you feel great. Like, is that all you have to do? You know, instead of relying on your willpower to get you out for a walk, well, I can get it from connecting with someone or, you know, beating yourself uh, or beating myself up. That's just how I, you know, that there's other ways to get myself going and get the ball rolling and, Right. And, and this meets so be... many of the criteria. Like this is not only that we fed off the energy of each other, but mm-hmm. that we're connecting friendships, that we're connecting family. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's so beneficial. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it. thank you so much for being here. I can't wait for this, this episode to go up because I know people are just going to love it. So thank you so much and all the best to you and your energetic little toddler. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And we should chat again soon. We should. Let's make this a regular appearance. There you go. Okay. Okay. Stay well. I love you. Love you too.